Hey everyone, welcome back to the kitchen table. Um, my name is Emily, she, they pronouns. My name is Iman, they, them pronouns. My name is Natalia, she series. And welcome back, y'all. I know it's been a very long time since we've had an episode out. Let's just say life was lifing. And this is a catch-up episode. This is, we're going to talk about where we left off, our end of our junior year, our summer, and the first three weeks of our final year at our college. Senior year has approached us, unfortunately. So should we start off with, I guess, where we left off last semester? Where did we left off? I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I just feel like it's so interesting because I feel like one minute we were doing episodes and then the other we weren't. And I feel like everyone was just experiencing life. Like, I feel like life was really just, again, lifing. Like, it was really hard, yeah. you know? Um, but I'm really excited to be back. I'm really excited to be talking shit yet again because mm-hmm. I do that every day. Um, and I'm excited to be theorizing with everybody, so, yeah. yeah. Our last episode was We're Not Really Strangers when we played the card game, and that was April 29th. Wow. Today is September 16th, so. Oh, wow. That is crazy. I just love the about of the Spotify. It's like three bodies talking their shit. (laughs) (laughs) We we were supposed to, like, do more episodes, too, like, at the end of the semester, but what was it, like, finals week, and then a lot of us were still figuring out, like, summer internship stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you, like, shit really caught up, and, like, we had no time, no time. Yeah. I think we also just wanted to have fun. It was the end of the semester. The seniors were leaving. Like, we just mm-hmm. wanted to, like, be out and about and, like, be out in the quad most of the time and not do this, mm-hmm. which it sucks because we definitely could have gotten some episodes in. But Yeah. I mean, y'all, I was just severely depressed. I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> so, um, respectfully, this was not one of my concerns. But yes. I feel like this is a new leap, which I'm very excited for. But with a lot of requests, we're finally back. Yes. We are back and better than ever. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) So, where, um, I guess, like, what what type of, like, headspace were y'all in when, like, we left off, um, like, in the podcast, like, in April? Where were you? Where was your mind at? Where was your head at? Where was your heart at? That's something my therapist always asks me, so. Oh, my therapist. My therapist, too. I'm trying to go back to my photo albums and look like where what kind of picture can remind me of like the certain headspace I was because I damn what the hell was I doing like last April I feel like I was just trying to be done with school mm-hmm. but I enjoyed school if that mm-hmm. makes sense like I enjoy my classes I enjoyed being in the space mm-hmm. and you know seeing everyone and being community with everyone but I think I was tired of the exams. I was tired mm-hmm. of the grading. And I just wanted to be done. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like I was also excited yet nervous about what my summer held for me. Mm-hmm. Because I was going to a different state. I was going to experience something completely different. And it was just like, uh, I felt like it was like a life-changing event for mm-hmm. me. 
you know, something yeah. different. It was like a new stepping stone or new chapter in my book. I just went back to my um, album, and April was the month that we had that frat party. Remember that party? Um, so one of our friends, like, they did a birthday bash, and they did it, like, in this frat house. And when I tell you, it was one of, like, one of the best parties of, mm -hmm. like, the fucking semester. One of the best parties our school has seen in a very long time. So, I don't know, I feel like we were just, personally for me, like, I feel like I wanted to find such a good balance with, like, socializing with my friends, like, especially with my senior friends who were going to leave soon. And then also just kind of battling with, like, academia like pressures within and within academia like i remember i was taking two courses that really 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 challenged me and it was like bring a lot of like similar similar feelings from like freshman year of like self-doubt like imposter syndrome so academically wise junior year was not easy it was just it was it was fucking hard and um and i think we can all agree like we just wanted the semester to end we wanted to like go into our summer programs, summer internships, and like really see, and be reminded of like the bubble that we are here at college, like it's not what's like the bubble that the rest of the world is. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, end of junior year was like a headspace of me wanting to like have fun, but also like reminding myself that academia is not my only source of validation. Like I need to enjoy like the small moments in my life small moments of joy especially with um the people that i love um that's where i was at mm -hmm. i feel like for me i was i was going through a lot of i mean i feel like i've been going through personal shit for the past three years in college <laughs> but um i think i was going through a lot of um just discovery in terms of like my mental health journey but also like really 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 being pushed by the worlds and the universe to kind of go on this journey of self-love healing like true healing and I, and I don't mean like healing like you know you're getting through every day but just like sitting with like years and years of trauma I feel like that's where I was at um and yeah just like really um kind of working on my mental health with, which I think was such a hard journey to go on but I feel like I came out as much stronger and much confident person I feel like I definitely can stand in my truth I'm way more like not confrontational but way more confident of like setting my boundaries and not taking shit and I really feel like just going through that journey was really really helpful um and I, I feel like again like I also came out to my parents which was like a big thing um so yeah I was I was really just kind of affirming and speaking into the universe like the the life I wanted I, I think I was just so overwhelmed by not being able to have a life that I want I was so worried about the future too I remember like just I forgot who it was but I was sitting down and talking to people a lot about the future and what it entailed um and I think yeah that's that's kind of where I was at and then transitioning into the summer and going through even more growth I feel like it was it was a, I had a very interesting summer <laughs> um but it was also a really beautiful summer I think um, I was so happy to get out of the school, honestly. Like, I think this is such a bubble, and I'm definitely outgrowing the space, and so I was really mm -hmm. happy to be out in the real world. Like, I, I really am excited for the next steps of my life. Like, I, I really can't wait to just continue to embrace myself and grow and, like, flourish because college is not my peak because if that is your peak, that's sad. Um, but I know that there's more growing and, and flourishing out there for me, so. Yeah. You know what they say about, like, folks who peaked in high school, like, 
more bums in college. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that can transition to like the topic of like how was our summers, like what we were doing, um, what kind of growth did we get from our summer experiences? Because we were like everywhere with what we were doing and stuff. So yeah, and I'm pretty sure like folks who are listening to this too like also had their like different types of summers. So Natalia, do you want to start? Because <laughs> I feel like you had an amazing summer, and I think. Seeing you in your element this summer was an honor and a gift, and so I don't know. Like I, I wanna, I want you to go first. Oh. Our friend was being a real corporate baddie. I was this Hands summer. On. I was working in corporate America. I will not disclose for personal information <laughs> for personal reasons. Um, but I was working, you know, a corporate lifestyle. And I was in a different city, so as you know, I'm from the Bronx, New York, but the summer I got to be in Dallas, Texas, which completely out of my element, never been in the South before, let alone Texas, and, you know, definitely was a little ignorant, thought it was a bunch of, like, cowboys and cowgirls running around, but (laughs) in reality, it was just a lot, it was a big city of, like, culture and good food and good vibes, and honestly, it was just a good experience to have, I think. I feel like I'm transitioning into adulthood, and I feel like in my transition, it's a lot of being alone, but learning to grow, and I think I had to do that by myself. You know, I didn't go into Texas with anyone I knew. I went by myself, and out of it, I was able to thrive and prosper, and it goes to show, like, you really don't need anyone but yourself, and you will literally be okay. Like, you will be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, And my summer was great. I met literally the most amazing people and I was out here trying with everybody like no matter your race age gender like I was bestie with like old heads and Mm -hmm. I was bestie with like the youngest people and people I never thought I would be with and I just had a good time I was literally out and about like just met amazing people at my job that just honestly made the experience even 10 times better than what it could have been but that was just a tad I love it Natalia was glowing, like absolutely glowing. I was thriving. We went to visit Natalia in Dallas, and when I tell you that fucking food in the South, I don't know, I don't know how Southerners eat. Like it was ten out of ten. Highly recommend. We went to this place um, called Terry's, and that brisket, I'd be dreaming about that brisket. The brisket is good. The barbecue, the is good. Like just so food. It's good. I think even regular food, just anything, good. <laughs> it's just so much better. I don't know what it is. And you know what? Like, I used to be like, oh, Northerner for life, like New York forever, like heart, heart, heart. But I'm like, damn, why was I shitting on Texas? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm actually happy I went. It was like such a, I think it definitely took me out of my comfort zone and it made me just become a better person. I have a question for you, Natalia. Um, do you, like, how do you think um, experiencing, like, a place that's not New York was like for you? Um, and why do you think you were so, like, set on, like, oh, just being in New York, like, just stay, going to New York after college? Like, how do you think it was, like, how did, you know, experiencing Dallas shift your opinion? And, and why do you think yeah. at first you were so, like repping New York mad hard and sitting on everywhere else like I I don't know because I feel like you've talked to me personally about that but I'm interested in hearing it yeah 
Um, I think my opinion in New York kind of shifted, I think, a bit before coming, or, like, during college. I think, like, before coming to college, even freshman year, I was, like, a diehard New York fan. And freshman year came around, and I was like, wow, like, being in this PWI in the middle of nowhere is not that bad. Like, there's so much nature, there's so much scenery, and it's not in New York. Like, this is crazy. Like, this mm -hmm. is a different experience, and I'm doing well, I'm doing fine, I'm still alive. Like, this isn't crazy. And I think that's what made me take the leap to even take the internship at a different state, because I'm like, if I can be in this bubblefuck PWI, I can prosper somewhere else. And I think the pandemic in the middle of my college career kind of was really like the stepping stone, the peak, just because I stayed home during the pandemic for a little bit. And it wasn't the safest place. I'm not from the safest place in the Bronx. And I just realized that for me, like, the Bronx will literally stay the same. There's nothing. I mean, yeah, people are going to come and go, but the Bronx will always be there. New York will always be there. New York is always going to be chaotic. And I just felt at the time, like, it wasn't as safe as it used to be for me. Mm -hmm. And I felt like other people as well was transitioning to different spaces. And I was just like, what's, what's really holding me in New York? Right. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Probably like my mom and my sister. But even then, I had gone away for college and experienced something. And they were used to that as well. So mm -hmm. there was nobody else holding me down. There was no opportunity over there holding me down. And I could have gotten an opportunity over there. That wasn't the problem, I think. It was just also going abroad and realizing, wow, there's so much more yeah. to life than New York. There's so much more than the U.S. And, you know, I was like, how am I already exploring different countries, but I haven't even explored this country I was in? Yeah. Like, I, why was I, I've only visited, like, the tri-state area, never been to the West Coast, never been to the South. And I'm like, I want to be a traveler. I want to, like, explore, like, explore new places, but I haven't even explored the same places I've been at or, like, my surroundings. So that was, like, the big decision factor for me. And honestly, it was, it makes me realize, like, New York will always be there, and I can always go back. And you're young. Do it now. Do something different. Go somewhere else and try something new. I'm so happy for you. And I'm, I'm so proud of you for taking that step because I feel like taking – I was talking to someone about it, and they were like, taking the road less traveled is always going to be so hard. Yeah. But mm -hmm. you have to do it. Like, you have to. You know what's best for you. And just because other people haven't done it doesn't mean that it can't be done. So That is true. Kudos to you for doing that. You Thank did the you. damn thing. I'm really proud of you. I appreciate it. How was your summer? <laughs> you was in a whole different state as well. I was. I was in Pittsburgh. Um, I can't say that I would live in Pittsburgh, but um, I'm really proud of myself for taking the leap and just um, kind of listening to what I need because I knew I couldn't be in the city. And similarly to you, I don't really have um, anything holding me back to the city, really. Like, I think it's just I've outgrown New York. I think I've outgrown that space. And so I think Pittsburgh was really the first opportunity for me to kind of explore past New York and past. <laughs> is um, pretty close to, you know, New York, so I was just like, okay, you know, different vibes, different vibes, but um, I got to teach at a nonprofit, and it was so amazing. I love, 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 love teaching. I, like, 
I woke up every day and I was just happy to be alive. Um, and, you know, like, obviously there are caveats to that institutionally. And, you know, there's obviously problematic things and stuff like that. But I think um, I built such a strong community with my kids that, like, every day I was motivated to wake up and to teach. And, and I love my kids so much. Like, I really got to see that, like, I think my kids affirm me in ways that no one in my life has affirmed me. And it's crazy because you wouldn't think kids, like small kids that are younger than you, yeah. could do that. But it's just like seeing um, my students with similar identities as me and similar traumas being like, mm. the fact that you're out here and you're like, you haven't given up and you're doing it gives us hope that we can do it. And that like brought tears to my eyes and so honestly that's what continues to motivate me and push me to enter spaces that I, people like me haven't entered um because let's be honest my identities are not very common in you know the types of spaces I'm taking up so mm -hmm. I think that was just an affirmation and of course working with my community black and brown kids it was just so healing like being around POC students like I feel like I really got to um, heal younger me and I think that was very much needed like I spent the summer really tapping into that mm -hmm. and I think I matured a lot because you know teaching when you're teaching like that's some real world shit like this summer I was experiencing very much real world shit like I, I learned about boundaries I, I feel like I got to see the way that institutions impact individual lives um, and I created some amazing friendships um, this summer like I really was able to be in community with a very special person um, <laughs> who they know who they are. But um, yeah, like I think that person also supported me a lot and they're like phenomenal. So like being in community with such an amazing educator and like people who are committed to something that you love as much, like that was so beautiful. Like I had never experienced that before. I was like, y'all yeah. want the same thing as me and we all are here for these kids. And you know, like I, I'm still in contact with my kids today. Like, they still be texting me. Um, they make me smile. I love them so much. But, yeah, I feel like I also definitely got to step into my confidence more. I think teaching, you, teaching uh, pushes you to be more confident. But also, I think, like, I don't – I'm not afraid to take up space as much as I was, you know, mm -hmm. last year in, in my sophomore year of college. Yeah. So I think I just – became a more confident person like I I learned some hard lessons but I think all the lessons that I've learned are going to be you know helpful for me in the future as I pursue as I continue to pursue teaching maybe not in like the high school level but beyond that and so yeah that's beautiful thank you assuming like you had such a healing yeah like awakening summer it it was awakening when I liked it or not. But I, and I think something that I also really learned is that I could be a negative Nancy. Um, in the summer, I really had to focus on the positives. Like, I had to wake up and be like, today I'm going to choose to be happy. It might not be easy, but I'm going to choose to be happy. And ever since the summer, every day I wake up and I'm like, today I'm going to choose to be happy, regardless of what comes. Because every day, there's a bitch you want to slap, but... Even in the face of that, I choose to be happy, and I choose to I choose my peace. I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned this summer as well. So yeah, I'm so happy you did that program. Like <laughs> I so happy you. When I tell you that community of kids that Iman has interacted with, like it really did heal like childhood wounds, like that you didn't even think, like that you probably like buried under the surface and mm -hmm. like didn't even bring up like after years later so I don't know youth work is very 
very important. And yeah. I think oftentimes we overlook how much, um, like, even though we can be educators in the space, like, we are as much of a student as they are, and they are teaching us stuff every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so tell us about your summer. My summer was very interesting. Um, similar to Iman, I was in a nonprofit education space. It was definitely something, it was in a different space that I was used to in terms of nonprofit. I kind of saw the side of nonprofit where like resources were very scarce. Um, and yeah, just a different side of it. Um, I was in New York City, so I was back home and I was living back at home. So that was a whole different type of reality to to experience again but in terms of my internship I no matter what like I learned a lot from it I feel as though I don't know I feel like other folks in the program like it started off so strong but then you could just physically and mentally see like the burnout from people mm-hmm. and it, it was it was a little heartbreaking at times because you know you want that motivation that stamina within like education spaces in nonprofit spaces but I think no matter like my co-workers were burnt out and I was I was also burnt out too like there was a lot of personal stuff going on in my life like things that were completely out of my control institutional shit too like <laughs> so it was like I said it was still a learning experience my kids were hilarious um, definitely not the bond that I experienced the summer prior when I was working with kids but I think I think working in New York specifically with New York kids like you could just tell how guarded we are at such a young age and how like defensive we can be mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm like with these kids I'm like why aren't they like opening up you know and I'm like damn bro like I was probably just like this when I was like 15 years old and they were going through so many um tribulations as well and I think the nonprofit space that I was in, like it was just kind of like a like a space away from home if they needed time away, and there were still important conversations held. There was drama, like like any other workspace, there was drama and like all this other shit that happened. But I got close to a coworker. She made the days go by faster. All giggles and shit. Um, but yeah, I I give it a good. 7 out of 10 if I give a rating but again I don't know if I would want to like go back essentially I think I don't know I just it just taught me like wow my coworkers, like the people I work with like really do make an impact on like my own work performance mm-hmm. and you know it wasn't what I thought also I had great expectations like I had high expectations from the summer prior when I was working in, like, another nonprofit space. So, and I'm not, like, trying to shit on them. It was just, it was just a different vibe. And, again, like, burnt out. Like, you could, like, physically see, like, people were just really going through their own personal shit. And I was, too. And you know what? It is what it is. Um, But, yeah, and the summer just brought, like, a lot of, like, different life changes. Like, my parents, my family decided to move outside of New York City, so kind of crazy, kind of pathetic. Not a city girl. <laughs> um, always will be a city girl. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. Um, because I will, I will forever. I, I mean, 
home is still there. Like, my grandma still has a home there. So I know, like, there's a place for me to stay in Brooklyn. But, yeah, I just think that I think my parents are were outgrowing in New York a lot. Um, inflation was not helping anybody in that case, too. I think there were a lot of um, systems failing my family as well, like especially for my brother in terms of like special education. And I think, I think coming from an immigrant home, coming from an immigrant background, like I, I was seeing like my parents going through their own burnout, and they just wanted something new. And you know what? Like a part of me was very sad, and I, and I am still sad about like having to leave um, a place that I, I've called home for like majority of my life, but you know what, we all experience burnout and like we all deserve a chance to like experience something new. So no longer located in Brooklyn, but you will still see me there because this summer I had the chance to be 21 in New York and I went to the clubs, I went to the bars and it's definitely a different experience. My pockets were hurting, but I owe it to myself to like really see a side of New York that I had never seen before due to strict parents, due to lack of money and all that stuff. But, and it was fun. I was, like, in the clubs. I was, like, in the little section. I went out, like, to Astoria, Queens, and I was, like, my friend's birthday. Like, it was her 21st, and, like, we had, like, two bottles of Don Julio. Then we went out to the club another time. And, th- bro, when I tell you men are so easy. No, literally. Like, literally, just, just kiss up to them. And, like, he's literally bringing three bottles of Don Julio. I was like, wow. And like three, four rounds of hookah. What money buys. What money buys. And when I saw that receipt, bro, that was a receipt, like $700. I was like, oh, who will pay that? Because it's not me. <laughs> like, I am not paying that tab. So I had my fun moments and I had my sad, I had my sad moments. But no matter what, like, it was all learning experience. It, it gave me a lot of character development. And I feel like as long as I have that, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I think we all went through, like, a different summer experience where it honestly has shaped all of us differently, mm-hmm. which I think has prepared us for senior year mm-hmm. and what that came, what is coming to. I feel like in the summer, you really get to be an individual. You and do. I, I felt that the summer, like, new people, my own opportunity to make mm-hmm. new friends, to show up the way I want to show up, like... It was just new, and I and I really I can't wait. Again, I think there's something scary about new experiences, but there's also something so beautiful yeah. about them as well. Because I think they always mm-hmm. you always get to discover new parts of yourself. I think also like the summer in between like semesters in college is like a test of like what's gonna happen in the real world. Like I feel like every summer that I've had in college, like every break has been like an eye-opening experience for something new. Like, this summer, I felt like it taught me communication. Like, okay, well, I'm in a different city. I'm in a different experience. Like, who am I really going to talk to mm-hmm. outside yeah. of, like, college? Like, who is not in my proximity? Yeah. And who is really going to, like, come and reach out and, like, mm-hmm. come and visit me and yeah. do these things? And then I felt like, you know, the summer before that, I think it was something of just, like, okay, how am I going to stay focused? How am I going to hone in? Like, what are... I think it's just different life lessons every summer, but I think it prepares you one way or another for, like, the real world, mm-hmm. from my experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Heavy on the, like, communication, I think 
I think something that I came to terms with this summer is that you you do experience the world alone and not alone as in like a lonely way, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you are solely going through the motions by yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something I became so much more comfortable with. Like I realized how strong I am and how like it's okay to need other people, but like mm-hmm. I realized that I don't give myself as much credit mm-hmm. as I should for how strong I am. And I, I also think like you said, I think the summer also showed me, like, people who I feel like are going to be in my life long-term versus who aren't. Because I was like, wow, like, you know, life really be lifing. And, uh, like, communication is important to sustaining dynamics and friendships. And Can yeah. we name this podcast Life Really Be Lifing? Because <laughs> I feel like that has been the motto. <laughs> no, I'm literally telling you. That everybody that how are you? Life is life, man. Like it's That's completely it outside of our control. And you know what? How has life been lifing these first three weeks of senior year for y'all? Senior year is hard. <laughs> I'm just focused on me, honestly. It's really I'm the hard. main character and <laughs> my You are. And I feel like that I feel like every senior is a main character though. Yeah. No no no. That's what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. the motto for everybody. Honestly, senior is hard. Like, it's just terrible. But it's, like, terribly amazing, if that makes sense. It's, like, bad yet good. I like that. You know what? Terribly amazing. Terribly amazing. Yeah, Yeah, it's, like, terribly amazing. Like, the first week of school, I think, at least I'll speak for myself, like, senior year is not academically the hardest for me. I feel like I've had academically harder semesters. Mm -hmm. And that's because I've taken my harder classes earlier on in my college career. And I'm kind of just like... Also, I feel like I've also learned how to be a better student. I've learned how to study better. I've learned how to finesse better. I've learned how to participate better. I've learned how to keep my cool when I get cold call. Like, I have become a better student than now the things that bothered me freshman year I can overcome. And Mm -hmm. I'm able to manage better in class. But... I think in reality, senior year has for me has been emotionally the hardest in many ways. In the fact that days you think about, wow, I'm never gonna see some of these people ever again. Other days you're like, wow, I'm gonna see these people for life, godparents of my children type of vibe. <laughs> and then there's days where you're just like, wow, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, or mm-hmm. I don't know what my roadmap looks like, or the trajectory of my life. And it's a lot of thinking, a lot of reflecting, a lot of crying, a lot of like, Oof, wow. And then also just the coming of like first gen, finally graduating college, and what do I do now? And also the pressures of society on you, the pressures of your parents, the pressure that you have for yourself. I think one thing I've learned, and I was telling Mom this, I was like, as I gotten older, and you know, like, you know, when you're a freshman, you're scared of some seniors, whatever, you're like, oh, I would never, you know, whatever. (laughs) But now that I'm a senior, nobody phases me. But my own demons. (laughs) Nobody scares me more than my own demons. Like, now, like, if someone were to bother me in college, I'd be like, like, I will have the straightest face and say what's in my head. Before, I would just, you know, keep my cool. I would just be like, okay, well, like, whatever. Like, who am I to say something? But now I really don't give a fuck. Like, nobody faces me but my own inner demons. Those are the bitches I'm scared of. Those those are the bitches that haunt me at night. (laughs) Those are the ones I'm scared of. Not no other, like, freshman, sophomore, junior. Not even some of my professors. It's the fucking demons. Oh. 
And when I mean demons, it's just inner thoughts. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> or the future. That's the, that's the biggest yeah. demon of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate that bitch. <sighs> I really do hate that bitch. This beginning of senior year, when I tell you, like, it was just a lot. Like, I, this is officially, officially kind of like the real, real first, like, semester. Like, back from, like, COVID, this pandemic shit, like, everything is really in the in-person person. And when I tell you, everybody feels burnt out. Like, the way I'm feeling now is the way I would feel, like, mid-semester. So I know there's um, feelings across, similar feelings across the board. But first week, I, it was just, I don't, like, I, I don't know why. Like, I would just wasn't used to, like, the workload. And then, like, I'm like, damn, I really have to read this fucking much. And then I got sick for, like, three fucking days because, like, everybody and their moms was getting sick on campus. And that took, like, held me back for a little bit. And then I have this, like, fucking art class that was, like, low-key stressing me out. I'm like, isn't art supposed to be therapeutic and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So, and then, again, like, a lot of us here in this room, like, we're also, like, figuring out post-grad shit, like, during this semester. And it's just just a lot of things to think about at the same time. And I think, Mm -hmm. like, and I agree with Natalia. I don't think it's, like, the like, the hardest academic semester or year for me, but, like, in terms of academics, but also just other factors kind of all coming into play. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I feel like I'm I'm feeling similar stresses that I did feel, like, senior year of high school, like, the unknown, the, the future, like, what is the next step of my life and, like, how the next steps are still, like, out, really out of, out of my control, too, at least for later on. But, and, yeah... But no matter what, I think the beginning of the senior year just, like, showed how how important I need the community around me to, like, sustain me, to s- keep me going. And also, like, I'm really here for me. And, like, my reason as to why I came to college was to, you know, figure out, like, who how I want to be, how do I want to grow as a person, reach my full, like, potential academically, but also personally, professionally as well. Mm-hmm. And but no matter what, I feel good. It's it's going terribly amazing, and I think that's the perfect logo for this for this beginning of the semester. I think this episode should be called "Terribly Amazing." <laughs> I agree. Life be life and terribly amazing. No, literally all of it. Um, I think similarly for me, senior year has just been. Um, I feel like honestly, all of my years preceding this one in college have been very chaotic. So like. Honestly, the chaos of senior year is not what overwhelms me. I honestly think, again, it's just my inner demon, demons. And me and Natalia were just kind of having a conversation about this, where Natalia was giving me some tough love. And we were just kind of talking about how, like, a lot of the times it's us standing in the way of our success. Um, because it's like, in order for these institutions to truly believe that you deserve a spot there, you have to believe in you. Like, you are literally selling these people, like, Mm-hmm. Like, you're selling your not you're selling yourself to them, but you kind of have to make yourself palatable and packageable, and, you know, you got to be like, okay, this is why I'm worth your money, like, worth your while. Um, but, like, in order for you to do that, you have to somewhat believe it, and I feel like, like, I know I'm a very bright person. That's not my issue, but I think it's just believing in myself that has been um, kind of the hardest thing that I've been grappling with and then you know post-grad like I'm not even I'm not even honest like I'm not stressed about that because I know I'll do it like I was sitting down with a mentor and he was just like 
I don't know why you worry. Like, you get it done. Like, you were a freshman worrying about senior year. Like, you always had a plan. I'm like, you're right. I always have a plan. So it's not even that. It's just, again, just, like, believing in myself. I think that's been um, just the main thing I've been grappling with. And I think this year, because of my thesis, I'm learning a lot about discipline. Um, I'm learning a lot about my priorities. I'm also learning how to say no. Like, and I don't think I've, I think I've done that before, but this year I feel like, I've just really been prioritizing myself and really been on a journey, my own individual journey. Like, I'm my own priority right now. I'm my number one top priority. Being there for me is my main concern. So, yeah, that's just kind of what senior year has looked like for me. But it's also been beautiful. Natalia was crying the first week, and then Natalia made me cry after shortly after that. And I was like, bitch, really? <laughs> and then she was kind of like, this is payback for making me cry. And I was like... I'm crying. Yeah. <laughs> I literally cried the first day of classes, and what I was crying about wasn't even about school. <laughs> that was the guy. That was the guy. Uh, and I was like, wow, I'm crying the first day of class. I am dying to know how this semester is going to play out. I'm crying. Did y'all cry y'all first week of freshman year? No. Yeah. Wait. Hell no. Wait. Yes, I did because of my evil ass roommate. Oh, mm. yeah. Fuck that bitch. Honestly. If you're watching, you're a trifling ass bitch, and I hope you know that. I hope life treats you well, though, and I hope you've had some character development. <laughs> Besitos. <laughs> I don't remember if I cried or not. I don't think I cried. I would feel like I was I more excited. I, I was so that. excited to leave home, and I was excited to experience something new. Yeah. That I was just like, fuck, fuck. this. Yep. Fuck everybody. I'm going to have a good time. And I had <laughs> too much of a good time. <laughs> There's just a lo- there's a lot of things there's a lot of adulting that we are going through during the semester during which we will experience this year and it's just I don't know like and like Iman said earlier um like we're we're outgrowing the space and I think we can tell with like certain things like certain events and stuff like we look at each other and we're like we want to go home like yeah. <laughs> we're be grandmas bro like we in our like own single rooms like by midnight and I remember like freshman year like we'll be chit chat and stuff till like three in the morning yeah so it's just real adulting it's we're becoming different lame lame people lame no i don't think so (laughs) i don't think we're becoming lame i i just you know we're just transitioning to a different chapter in our lives and but i'm excited i'm excited like about putting out more episodes in this podcast and like documenting like the hardships of this senior year but like also the good moments and mm-hmm. like the moments where we're like we're gonna remember we're like you know what we really made the most out of it no matter what yeah i can't wait to like listen back to this podcast like and i think this is something we even mentioned the first episode but i'm really excited to like listen back 20 years from now and kind of laugh mm-hmm. at how emotional i was mm-hmm. like the fact that i'm crying my f- like first day of senior year like i feel like when you grow up, like, it, I think even now, as seniors in college, I know as seniors in high school, when we were making college decisions and things mm-hmm. like that, we were, like, crying and stressed out and mm-hmm. emotional, and now we look back and we're like, wow, like, how pathetic, or not <laughs> yeah. even how pathetic, but damn, like, sis, you were struggling for no reason, like, everything turned out to be just fine, so yeah. I think that's literally what's going to happen in mm-hmm. this case, but... I think also what I've learned is that you can plan out your life for the next five years and literally one thing can change it completely. And that shit 
it doesn't even suck because sometimes it brings really great opportunities, but it was just scary to experience something new that you've never mm-hmm. touched or had anybody else touch. So yeah, yeah, and we and like we said before, like we were really gonna be the first ones in our family like graduating from college, and I tell I I've told my aunt Ali this like I'm sobbing the whole graduation like I'm going to be emotional as fuck, and it's and it's scary because like to really like be this prime like person in your family like doing so many firsts and then like also going to the real world and like entering different spaces that our parents have never been in or our family members have never been in like that shit is scary Mm -hmm. but no matter what like I feel like we can all say that we have like a support system like we have mentors in our life we have folks who have been through the process through similar um, experiences as us and it, it is giving us guidance so that is a reassurance but like again the unknown the future our inner demons mm-hmm. are fighting fighting back something that my dad told me he's he's very anecdotal. Baba. <laughs> baba's very anecdotal <laughs> and baba was just saying that like fear is a innate human response right like mm-hmm. it lets us know when we're in danger um, but the minute that like fear starts becoming an issue is like when you haven't even gotten to the next chapter and you're mm-hmm. already afraid. And I think then it's, it's really important to ask yourself, why are you so afraid of letting good things come to you? Because like, you know, I think good things are destined for us all. And, you know, like I, I truly believe that everyone will experience some sort of goodness. It's going to look different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, I think something that I, I'm really like, I'm get, becoming more of a spiritual person, and mm-hmm. I, I really believe in, like, faith, and I really think that I truly have faith in God and in the universe and, like, whatever happens next. It's what God, what, it, what God intends, you know, mm-hmm. for me to experience. Like, I believe yeah. that wherever I'm meant to be, I will be, and that's through God's hand and through the universe's, mm-hmm. yeah. um, like, help. So, yeah, like, really, you could do so much, but if it's not meant for you, it's not meant for you. Literally, and I think yeah, submitting sure. yourself to that and being okay mm-hmm. with that is is the best thing you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Truly. Heavy, heavy on, like, if God wants it, it's going to happen. Because, <laughs> um, It's all destiny. Yeah, it's all it's all destiny. It's really, it's really shit out of our control. And I think, speaking for myself, like, I'm such a controlling person in my life. And I think this this new chapter this transitional period in my life is really telling me like i have to let things go i have to Mm -hmm. just let the universe go and do its thing just how i like i did similarly in like my senior year of um high school yeah but what are some of your goals this year like what are like what's something you want to like look back on that stage and graduation be like you know what i did that and i'm happy i did my final year Mm mm-hmm I think for me, it's like wholeheartedly immersing myself in my final year. And I've tried, and I'm trying right now. <laughs> and and that for me is like attending club meetings that I probably would have never gone to, or um, reconnecting old things that I had or that I did, um, going to football games because <laughs> my ass. You know, I think like really just trying to take up everything that my school has to offer our school has to offer and like really immersing myself with relationships as well so like you know 
re- connecting with first years, you know, things seniors didn't do when I was a freshman. Like, they were like, I'm leaving, bye. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to um, interact with you. So I think really just immersing myself. I think trying, I think my biggest goal is trying to be present. Mm-hmm. And that is something really hard because as seniors, you're already thinking about the future. Like, damn, what am I going to do after this, like, I graduate? But I think really just thinking about being present, being present and being a part of this journey and, you know, ending it at a right now. I didn't come to college to just fuck around and be sad all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just immersing myself, being present, and just loving myself until the end of the experience. Heavy on the just immersing myself, I think my biggest goal is just really just trying new things. Yeah. Um, or doing things that I was that freshman me would have been too afraid to do. Which like, is what? Come on, tell the folks. No, <laughs> I, I that's mm, that'll be a later episode. But yeah, just like doing things that I was too afraid to do, just like securing shit for the future. But really, just knowing that I'm living on my full potential. I think that's mm-hmm. I would be disappointed in myself in myself if I walk across that stage and I'm thinking to myself, damn. I had moments where I could tap into my full potential, but because I was afraid, I didn't. And so, like, you know, if that means applying to this job, I'll apply to that damn job. If that means, you know, joining this club, I'll join that club. If that means going to this thing alone, I'll go to it alone. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm really just trying to live live out my potential. That's really it. Like, and just do shit alone. Like, I think I'm really learning to be comfortable with, you know, doing things on my own. And I'm, I feel like as long as I carry with that energy, I will be proud of myself no matter what when I walk across that stage. Yeah, similar to both of y'all's, I think I came into college like making making a lot of like imp- important self deci- selfish decisions, one can say, but like selfish in a good way, like for my own growth. And I just want to make sure like, again, like living, living these last few moments like to the fullest and really making sure like making this decision of like going away and like pursuing education and stuff outside of like my family responsibilities was worth it Mm -hmm. um and yeah just being really proud of myself like being proud of like all the things that I've been through like all the all the shit that our this institution has thrown at us and like really looking back and being like I'm the first one to do this and and I won't be the last so Blessings. Blessings, blessings. It's only up from here. Mm-hmm. I hope so. <laughs> no, bitch. There's no other choice. I really no, feel like really. it can't get worse than this. <laughs> but that's the thing. We always be like, this is like the lowest point of my life. But then, why is it that there's always another low point? <laughs> but th- you know what? There's always going to be low points in every chapter. And that's something that the yeah. summer, again, taught me, is that the low points will be there even if you didn't think that those points in your life would have low points. But it's about how you choose to see those low points. Like, it's really, like, there, someone was explaining to me, and they were like, good and bad are kind of, like, opposites. So without bad, there would be no good. And without good, there would be no bad. So without highs, there would be no lows. And without lows, there would be no highs. So to have a high, you need to have a low. It's just how you see that low. What's philosophy class in your life? I'm crying. (laughs) I was like, damn, that's true. It's the fact that you remembered all that, because I would have forgotten. <laughs> I, what can I say? I'm a theorist at heart. <laughs> but, yeah, this this 
podcast is going to be more theorizing. It's going to be more community, um, more love from our community, um, giving y'all guidance, mm-hmm. giving y'all advice, and yeah, just giving y'all reassurance that like you guys are not going in, going through it yourself. Like everybody's really struggling out here. Nobody really knows what they're doing, but we're trying to make the most out of it. <laughs> also if you guys are listening to our episodes please like i don't know if you go to school with us like stop us and talk to us about our episodes or even if you don't go to school with us like dm us and talk to us like we yeah. want to interact and be in community with y'all mm-hmm. i think the beautiful thing about the internet is you get to be in community with folks mm-hmm. past borders and past like you know like geography and so like talk to us yeah. we don't bite i promise is that it i don't know thank you for coming and joining us in this journey of clearly i feel like this season of this podcast is just gonna be a lot of like reflection and like mm-hmm. i think bringing the audience along with our journeys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like this is okay like a diary but like I don't share too too much, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like <laughs> I share I share a little bit that you're like, oh, I get what she's going to, but I really don't get what she's going through. But I get it a little bit, you know. Maybe I can relate. So <laughs> I don't know. That's how I feel, and I feel like it would just be. I think throughout all the seasons of the podcast, it would be interesting to see the progression of our growth. But just in general, like, ooh, hearing back, like, oh, I remember why I was crying my first day of senior mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And, like, reflecting <laughs> back at, like, memories that are provoked throughout speaking throughout this podcast. So thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoy this crazy roller coaster that is to come nice. leading up to graduation. Terribly amazing. Yes. Terribly amazing roller coaster. Yeah. That should have been the name of the fucking podcast. <laughs> I think that should be the name of this episode. Terribly amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Life. That just be lifing. <laughs> now that's too long. That's a mouthful. Terribly, no. Start of a terribly amazing semester. Yeah. Okay. For us all. I'll put in the notes. But yeah, thank you guys for joining us. I hope you guys all have a blessed day. Um, and yeah. Stay, stay golden. Stay true to yourself. Stay beautiful or <laughs> ugly, whatever one. Oh my God! <laughs> Don't forget, beauty is a social construct <laughs> and an institution. But that's another episode. <laughs> All right, bye, y'all. Much love from the kitchen table. Bye.